if you really understand the owner's transition objectives, what they want and need to get out of this, and you focus on driving the entire process towards those objectives, it's going to be very hard to have an unhappy owner at the end if we've met those objectives. Welcome to Mastering Your Exit Strategy. I'm your host, Christine Trumbull, a certified exit planning advisor, CPA, and certified tax strategist. I've spent the last 30 years working with owners to grow and scale their businesses, and then went on to help my own husband grow his. After his passing, I moved to the next chapter, ensuring seamless transitions for family-owned and closely held businesses. Each week, we are talking to experts about growth and transition, so you can not only simplify exiting your business, but also get as much wealth out of your business as possible. Thanks for joining me and let's get started. Hi again, this is Christine Trumbull with Mastering Your Exit Strategy. And we are on week three of having (laughs) the readiness conversation. Sorry about the phone. Let me silence that right now. So if you remember, if you haven't uh, listened to the last two episodes, go back and have a listen. We are talking about the questions that we ask owners um, when when clients come to us and they want to talk about starting exit and transition planning. We first ask a series of questions in five areas to determine how ready or how informed uh, they the owners are in regards to the entire process. Today, we're going to talk about transition objectives. So um, at Exit Smarts, we uh, call these the five W's, the who, the what, the when, the where, and the wampum, <laughs> which um, you know translates to money. Uh, so Really understanding, you know, in order to have a successful and statistically proven, okay, statistics and surveys show that the majority of trans- transitions, the the after the majority of owners after transition are unhappy a year later after they've exited their businesses for for a lot of reasons, but predominantly because they didn't get what they expected to get, needed to get. They didn't really understand what they were going to do after their business. They're unhappy because they don't have anything to do. Lots of reasons, but they all end up coming back to predominantly their transition objectives. They didn't understand their five W's, the who, the who, the why, the what, the when, and the the how much. So today we're going to talk about the questions that where I'm going to go over, really gauge an owner's understanding of their personal objectives that are going to drive all of the transition planning activities, including what that client wants post-transition life, what they want it to look like. It is something, and and again, I've said this before, I think I said it in the last video or the last uh, podcast episode, if you think you're going to be playing golf all day long, that's not actually going to make you happy. Uh, you may think it will right now, but you just spent you know decades running a business 24-7, and now you're just going to go play golf? You're going to be bored after about the first week. So it really, you really do need to tune in and hone in on you know, what that looks like. So let's dig into these questions before I go completely off the rail. 
The first question is, I know to whom I want to sell my business. And quite frankly, you know, the most of the clients that I start working with, they don't have a clue unless it's a family business. And I'll get to that in a minute. But if it's not a family business, they have no clue who they want to sell it to. So or who they want to take it over. So so that's a that's a can be a big question. When you get into a family business, it actually can be a bigger question because often what happens is the owner who thinks that one child is going to take it over. And then when we really start digging into this, the kid doesn't want it. The adult child doesn't want it. Um, and then, you know, you have a lot of different scenarios in that regards. And it could be, you have a, a different adult child that does want it, but they haven't spent enough time in it getting prepared. Nobody, none of the kids want it. They don't want that stress. They don't want that headache. Um, you know, so it, it, they, you have somebody who does want it, um, but they've never really put up their hand, but they've been working in the business for, you know, years. So it can go a lot of different ways. So that's a, you know, to whom is this business going to go to? That's a huge question. And it's one that really does have to be answered, you know, fairly soon out of the gate, because the way the company is positioned is going to depend on who we're going to try to make it attractive to. It's about positioning. So the next question is, I understand that 75% of owners are unhappy with their decision to sell one year after the sale. Hmm, doesn't that sound familiar? Didn't I just say that? That's because, again, they did not tune into um, what they were going to do after that transition. They thought they were going to play golf all day long and they got bored. Or and or they didn't get what they needed or wanted for that business. So there's a lot of different ways that um, these things can blow up if you're not prepared properly. There's a lot of different ways that owners can be unhappy after that transition. However, if you really understand the owner's transition objectives, what they want and need to get out of this and you focus on driving the entire process towards those objectives, it's going to be very hard to have an unhappy owner at the end if we've met those objectives. And that's exactly what we try to do. Um, the next question is, I know when I will sell my business. And you would be amazed at how many clients I get and new clients that I get that don't have a clue when they want to leave except those that go, I want to leave within 12 months. And that's not, uh, again, I've said it before. I will say it until the cows come home. That's not the time to start planning. I can't, you can't turn the battleship that quickly. But for people who are coming into this early, early enough to make those changes, make those adjustments and do that planning, they, they don't know. They may not, you know, a lot of them don't know when they want to leave and that's okay. You don't have to know exactly when you want to leave. And quite frankly, that's better because that gives us a, a, a wide window of opportunity to make those changes, to build that value and to really position things for when you go, yep, I'm done. I want out. And if you've positioned the company over the last two or three or five years, with the intention of eventually you're going to leave, then when you go, yep, time's up, I want out, then your company's ready. All you got to do is, is, is implement the plan. If it's a third-party buyer, put it on the market. If it's the kid, 
start the transition. If it's the key employee, start the transition because you've already done all the heavy lifting. So that's fantastic. It's okay if you don't know exactly when you want to leave, as long as it's not in the next 12 months. The next question is, I have a definite plan for what I will do after I sell my business. I, I, I you know, it comes back to that. It, it's always going to come back to that because again, you've been working 24 seven for the last how many decades? putting out fires, answering questions, being that go-to person, being responsible for a lot of stuff. And now all of a sudden, one day you're not, you've got nowhere to go. You've got no one to tell what to do. You've got no one coming to you, asking you questions. And whether you like it or not, that does give us a sense of purpose. It gives us a reason to get up in the morning. Whether we want to do it or not, it does give us a reason to get up in the morning. Now, all of a sudden that's gone. What is your purpose? So really understanding and tuning in and giving some serious thought to what you're going to do after the business. That's a big deal. It's probably bigger than actually figuring out the value of the business because that's fixable. If you can't figure out what you're going to do when you're done, I can't, I can't fix that for you. I can fix the value of your business. A lot of people can do that. But we can't fix what your life is going to look like after. That's that's something you have to really get into. Sorry, didn't mean to get you know really deep today. The last question is: I have a specific plan in place to sell my business, and most uh, you know that's why you're coming to the advisor. That's why you're taking the assessment. Most people don't have a specific plan, but again, it goes back to if you did spend the time to increase the value, get everything settled, understand what you want to do, and you have that specific plan, then at any point in time, you can go, I'm tapping out, I'm done, and you know, implement the plan, and then either put it on the market or start the process for the succession. It's that simple. It can be that simple. Okay, so that was transition objectives. Um, next week, we're going to talk about uh, transition knowledge, your knowledge of, of transition planning or transitioning out. So this is Christine Trumbull, and I hope this has been helpful for you. This is Mastering Your Exit Strategy. Until next week, bye.